You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan. I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so. Uh, looking at all the latest in tech. And as always, if you have any questions, you can call 0696200 or you can text or WhatsApp 0871669800. But as always, the best way to get me is patrick102fm at gmail.com. Uh, you can make the questions as long or as short as you like, and I'll answer them on the next show. And to start off with today, uh, we have a question from Greg, and Greg is in Newcastle West, and he's asking, what is the best budget flagship phone at the moment? Uh, so he's saying his budget is around 500 or 550 and and, you know, what, what's out there, the, the best he can get for that price, we'll say. So that's the way he worded it, the, the best budget flagship phone at the moment. So, And he's saying around 500, 550. Uh, looking at a few different articles and there, I'd have a few ideas myself as well. And um, uh, let's see what they say in the articles here. Um, Pixel 7. Um, so uh, now this is UK prices, but, uh, you know, you can probably... Uh, do some of the maths there uh, but the Pixel 7 is down to around 475 um, pounds sterling so maybe that might be around 500 euro I suppose all in all um, so that would be down into that price range that's a great bang for your buck there you know I know it's kind of um uh, we'll say it, it's, it would have some things withheld because they're keeping it for the pro to be the best of the best. But uh, a lot of people say that um, they actually prefer the, the standard one, that the, the hike in price doesn't uh, relate to the hike in quality, you know what I mean, for the, for the more expensive one. So actually, as an all-rounder, that the, the 7 is, um, is good value for money. Uh, so that might be a good one. Uh, so you have, you know, Google's own in-house chip designed for their own software. So they say that, you know, the integration is as good as you're going to get for Android and that kind of thing. But other people would say the Samsung's flagship stain might be slightly ahead of it when it comes to cameras and things like that as well. So it all depends on the balance you want. But um, I think well, you're not going to get the Galaxy Ultra for that kind of price or even the standard one would be more than that, I would think. Would be would it be around eight hundred or something for the say the the Galaxy S? Um, what are we on now? Twenty three, uh, not the ultra version, but the S twenty three would still be around eight hundred ish, something like that, or, or more. So that's uh, if you can get that for five hundred or, or slightly over for the Google Pixel Seven, is probably a good uh, a good prospect. Um, yeah, so that's a good, you know, it's a good camera, uh, but it doesn't have all the features like the the big zoom that the the, the ultra versions or the, the pro versions would have. But quality-wise, it would be quite good and a good all-rounder there and uh, good for money. Um, uh, then you have the uh, next one is actually phone I have myself is the Nothing Phone 1. Um, that's like I, I, I a lot of people I'm seeing it being compared to different phones and being compared to Samsung and uh, Pixel phones and things like that but I don't I think it's designed to go against the kind of the standard iPhone or something it wouldn't be because the the, the, the expensive iPhones uh, the big ones would be like a thousand euro plus twelve hundred euro plus but um, I think it's more designed to go against like um, yeah the, the kind of the mid-range iPhone or something like that maybe the kind of 700 800 euro iPhone 
because it just it, it even looks like it it actually looks like the Pro the kind of the 14 Pro that has the, the kind of aluminium surround on it flat glass back and front uh, wireless charging and even the way it's kind of set up it's kind of um it's kind of like to feel like a wall garden kind of it feel like everything integrates really well say with the if you have the nothing ear one or the new nothing ear two that are out now actually we might talk about that later but yeah they're just uh, the their earbuds uh they're slightly better upgrades with slightly better sound there isn't there isn't a lot to them but they're they're gone up by 50 euros than the original ones but but the phone itself anyway the nothing phone one is like um yeah, it's just like a kind of a clean, easy to use. It's kind of like if an iPhone user wanted to change over to their first Android phone, uh, that might be a good place to start because it kind of feels like an iPhone and it kind of uses a bit like an iPhone. And it integrates, say, if you had those buds, when you open the lid, it pops up straight away. And it's it's a, it's a good integration. It's a it's a good all-rounder. So that would be a good boat. It doesn't hit, you know, it's it doesn't have the 200 megapixel camera or the fancy zoom. It has two cameras on the back two 50 megapixel cameras I think one is the main one is Sony and the second one is Samsung um, and one is two times zoom and one is the standard width um, you know so there's nothing fancy like a hundred times moon zoom or any of that kind of stuff but it's a good all rounder you know if you're it's not the very very best at anything but it's a good all rounder and it's nice and clean and solid and everything so the next one on the list is the Xiaomi Redmi Note 11 Pro uh, oh yeah, so that, that um, phone now is about 400 uh, so it's uh, yeah 4 to 450 depends on which specs you get uh, there's I think 2 or 3 different models or different versions say with RAM and storage and things like that there isn't a, a whole lot to choose from um, the next one is the yeah and that's yeah so 400 to 450 something like that the Xiaomi Note 11 Pro is now cheaper than ever it says here uh, so it's 230 pounds sterling so maybe 270 something like that 280 euro um, uh, I don't know a whole lot about that Hold on, if I click on it I might get a bit more specs about that one but I didn't uh, so it's 5000 milliamp hour battery that's very good 126 gig of RAM which is okay um, 128 gig of storage is okay as well um, 120 hertz refresh that's very good AMOLED dot display very good MediaTek Helio they're okay uh, although they're getting better apparently but they wouldn't be my favorite processors compared to like the um, snapdragon ones and things like that uh good battery though uh two years warranty with it which is very good uh, android 9 yeah so it's a good it's, it seems to be a good all-rounder as well what did it say on the camera wise 108 megapixel camera so that's very good uh and an 8 megapixel and two two megapixels they're probably just for the soft background and or a macro camera or something like that so it has four cameras on the back uh so that's quite good that's and it's very low price so um throw one on the list of kind of a fairly good bang for your buck specs um so that's a few of the there's an article here on expertreviews.co.uk that's where i saw this article so and it gives um it gives a bit of tips and advice what's the best version of android and i suppose the newest version you can get i suppose is usually the best uh how much storage do i need yeah that's a that's a good thing actually too is if you're a person that takes for especially nowadays because the cameras are getting better and better and the mega see that one is uh you know 250 euro phone maybe something like that with a 108 megapixel camera so that's going to take quite big images and uh, like the new 
Galaxy Ultra and the new one of the new Xiaomi uh, 12 Ultra one it takes like 200 megapixel shots as well so and 8k video so if you are going to be doing high res video or high res photos they're going to take up a lot of space so I'd say as much storage as you can get is the best amount of storage to get so uh, if you are but now other people then are not big into photos or they take a batch of photos and they save them onto their computer and delete them and then you know they keep their phone pretty empty then 128 is grand or you know 64 64 even 64 now if you want a good few apps and things like that it fills up pretty quickly so i'd say minimum try to get uh on a phone even if you're not a big photographer or videographer would be 128 um gig of storage simply because apps are getting bigger and then you're updating apps and uh, you, you'd be surprised how quickly they fill up uh, even sending voice notes on WhatsApp or your whatever messenger you use or sending videos or just the, the storage for stuff like that and stuff you might want to keep or you know different lots of different things and it, they fill up pretty quickly um, so uh, yeah that that would be a recommendation is to get as much store as you can uh, sometimes it helps the, the, there isn't too many phones left but if your phone takes SD card uh, for storage as well it helps you can store stuff like photos and videos on there uh, even if a lot of apps are, can't go on it but um, so that's some of the budget phones there um, yeah there's 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 lots of other different makes out there i suppose if you are in the kind of iphone verse there's the 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 budget versions of the iphones as well there wouldn't be as many to choose from but they do have um and they're fairly solid in samsung you have the the whole a series as well so it depends on which um what kind of budget you're on uh so it goes up to the uh, this one that they never released like well there was an a90 there was an a73 or a75 or something uh i was i talked about it before i had very good specs i had that 108 megapixel camera and big battery and everything and it was pretty cheap but they didn't sell it in ireland it was very hard to get it i think it was in india or somewhere like that but uh very hard to get but you have the a70 is there a71 now um and then you have the 4050 the 53 and those ones yeah so you have a few different the a series depends and the higher up you go the, the better specs you get but the more expensive they get so it all depends on your budget as well so uh, the 500 550 would get you the one of the top ones of those a series if you're into samsung uh there's also like the oneplus nord as well there's a new oneplus nord coming out as well with fairly good specs bang for the buck as well they're kind of having a bit of a comeback when it comes to value for money apparently uh so they might be worth having a look for as well so uh, best of luck with that and uh, we'll have a look at some of the latest in tech and other tech related news uh, netflix might let you use an iphone to control games on your tv a string uh, discovered on ios apps code references using your phone as a game controller uh, netflix is working on a feature that would let you use your iphone to control your games uh, or your tv according to a new report on bloomberg uh, and code shared by mac rumors uh, contributing writer steve moser uh, netflix recently said they want to make uh, make it that their games are playable on every netflix device that you have and being able to use your iphone to play tv games would be one way to help with that mission uh i hope android as well <laughs> i know usually whatever that kind of a lot of more stuff that's added there's a lot of stuff that is ios only but most stuff is both um because i think most of the world uses um 
Android. Uh, or more of the world uses Android than Apple, I mean. Uh, according to Moser, the iOS app apparently contains code that says a game on your TV needs a controller to play. Do you want to use this phone as a game controller? Okay. Netflix wants to... Yeah, so this is the some, some of the code there. So that's interesting. And Netflix first launched its mobile game service in late 2021 and said earlier this month that it has released 55 games so far with 40 more set to come out this year. But those games are only playable on iOS and Android devices. They're not available on screens like TVs or laptops. Using your phone as a controller would be a way uh, for Netflix to get around having to release a dedicated game controller of its own, like Google did for its now-defunct Stadia service. Uh, Netflix also said uh, a month... Uh, this month that works on a cloud gaming service is underway after the company first announced it was seriously exploring the project in 2022 and perhaps you'll be able to use your phone to control cloud games from that service. Netflix spokesperson Chrissy Keller declined to comment so that usually means they're working on it. (laughs) Uh, A government minister says the company providing NCT tests is not fulfilling its contract uh, to the state so there's been a lot of talk about this lately it's in the news a lot Um, I know our own Pat O'Donovan here on the exchange yesterday was talking about NCTs and a lot of controversy around them. Uh, Over 425,000 vehicles are currently overdue for the test, with the waiting list growing by 50,000 in the past two months alone. Junior Transport Minister Jack Chambers is advising people to apply to the priority waiting list if their NCT is overdue. He says waiting time should only be 12 days. We're absolutely focused on sorting this and the delays are completely unacceptable. Plus, who provide this on behalf of the state aren't fulfilling the contract of a 12-day average waiting time. Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, it's been going crazy now. Even um, a family member of mine's own car was like two months out of date just waiting for the test. They, they booked it a month, over a month before it was running out. And it still took two months after it had ran out for them to actually get the test done. So, yeah, it can uh, it can drag out a bit, all right, uh, at the moment with all the waiting lists. Uh, FIFA publisher EA is to cut 6% of its workforce uh, to reduce office space and reduce office space. Yeah, they said on Wednesday that they were laying off about 6% of their workforce to reduce office space, making it the first major vid- video game publisher to announce job cuts. So, yeah, there's some job cuts coming from for the FIFA makers um, EA games uh, Factbox how US electric vehicle subsidy rules impact uh, Europe the US uh, Treasury Department is expected to give guidance on Friday on tax breaks for consumers buying electric vehicles and Europe's auto sector and policymakers will be closely watching to assess the consequences uh, for the European industry uh, so that's uh, today this is happening uh, the Treasury is not expected to specify vehicle models but merely lay out the subsidy criteria under the inflation reduction act u.s consumers buying vehicles qualify for a tax credit of seven thousand five hundred dollars as long as finally a final assembly is in north america half of the credit depends on uh, 50 percent of the value of battery components being produced in north america and the other half uh, if 40 percent of the value critical minerals are from the, you know, the United States or a country which has a free trade agreement. These shares rise by 10% points each year. Uh, so the European Union uh, exported some 36 billion euro worth of cars uh, to the United States in 2022, according to Eurostat, some 65% from Germany 
with less than 9 billion euro worth of cars coming the other way. Uh, The EU also exported about 9 billion euro worth of car parts to the United States compared to 2 billion euro of imports. Uh, The trade in car parts has particularly, uh, uh, in particular, is often intra-firm or related party trade Uh, reflecting integrated transatlantic supply chains. Uh, The car industry supports more than 12 million direct and indirect EU jobs, according to EU Automakers Group ACEA. Uh, The EU auto industry and policymakers will be keen to see whether the terms final assembly and battery components are defined broadly or in a narrow way. For example, EU trade officials are wondering whether the local content requirement for battery components means uh, just specific components or all components and how comprehensive final assembly will be. Uh, So that'll be interesting now to see what decisions they make uh, there's a treasury guidance in December allowed electric vehicle assembled in North America to qualify for tax credit if they are leased by customers uh, leasing of electric vehicles dropped from just over 50% in 2020 to around 12% in the first 9 months of 2022 according to data from the US National Auto Dealers Association so yeah that was a big thing in America leasing cars especially uh, we'll say richer people uh, they used to lease out the high end cars and things like that I heard some people saying it was much cheaper to do that rather than buying and things like that but um, it seems to have uh, reduced a lot there so uh, that might have changed maybe some something might have uh, changed that but it'll be interesting to see uh, if it'll if it'll damage the European market the, the new American decision so uh, that will be interesting to see what happens a US court has sanctioned Google for dealing um, or deleting evidence in antitrust cases uh, so in, this is in Reuters Google LLC intentionally destroyed employee chat evidence in antitrust litigation in California and must pay sanctions and face possible penalties at a trial uh, a US judge ruled on Tuesday uh, the US District Judge James uh, Donato in San Francisco said uh, in his order that Google fell strikingly short in its duties to preserve records the ruling part of a multi-district litigation that includes a consumer class action with as many as 21 million residents, 38 states and the District of Columbia and companies including Epic Games and Match Group LLCs. Uh, The consumers and other plaintiffs are challenging Google's alleged monopoly for distributing Android mobile applications. Uh, Allegations that Google has denied plaintiffs have claimed aggregate damages of $4.7 billion the judge asked the plaintiff's lawyers by April 2021 to provide uh, an amount in legal fees that they are seeking as sanction. Separately, the plaintiffs will have um, a chance to urge Donato to tell jurors that Google destroyed information that was unfavorable to it. He said uh, he wants to see the state uh, of play at a later stage in the case. Google has tried to downplay the problem and displayed a dismissive attitude um, ill-tuned to the gravity of its conduct, the judge said. So a Google spokesperson on Tuesday said the company has produced over 3 million documents including uh, thousands of chats. Uh, but uh, the court is saying they, they produced lots of stuff but not the stuff that was uh, that they were looking for and they destroyed anything that wouldn't be in their favour. That's, that's kind of what they're hinting at there. Uh, people could reach the age of 140 before this century is over. According to The Sun, 
Scientists say some of the people born in the 1950s are on course to keep living on due to developments in modern medicine. Experts now say living past 120 could soon, could soon be the norm, with women in Japan possibly living to 145. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? The the how how um, medicine and technology and everything has has come forward and to be able to make people's lives uh, better and last longer and everything. So that's a uh, that's good news. Google says Microsoft's cloud practices are anti-competitive and critical uh, and is critical of deals with rivals. Alphabet, uh, who's the owners of Google, uh, their Google Cloud service has been accused by Microsoft of anti-competitive cloud computing practices and uh, criticized imminent deals with European cloud vendors saying that these do not solve broader concerns about its licensing terms. Uh, in Google Cloud's first public comments on Microsoft and its um, European deals, uh, its vice president, Amit Zavary, told Reuters the company has raised the issue with antitrust agencies and urged the European Union antitrust uh, regulators to take a closer look. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Now, in response, Microsoft referred to a blog post in May last year where its president, Brad Smith, said it has a healthy number two position uh, when it comes to cloud services, with just over 20% market share of global cloud service revenues. So, in other words, Google are bigger than us. How are we anti-competitive with them? We're trying to catch up to them or whatever. Um they say we are committed to the European cloud community and their success, a Microsoft spokesperson told Reuters on Thursday. There is intense rivalry between the two US tech giants in the multi-billion dollar cloud computing business, where Google trades, uh, trails market leader Amazon uh, and Microsoft. Also, there's uh, there's actually uh, three of them. Oh, yeah, Amazon has a lot. A lot of the kind of the podcasts you listen to or the, the shows that are online, um, online streamers and stuff um, they use Amazon as their hosts because I've heard of a few of them getting pulled down and uh, getting removed and it was Amazon cloud services that kind of took them down and things like that ones that were some controversy came up over them or something happened but um, the reason their show was taken down is that they were cut off of Amazon cloud services so they do own a lot of stuff that you, you'd be surprised with as well rather than just uh, they're not just uh, making Kindles and selling uh, selling stuff online uh, to deliver they also have um, massive servers and they host a lot of, of cloud services and things like that so um, Ford signs a $4.5 billion deal with uh, Vail Indonesia, uh, H-U-A-Y-O-U, for EV battery material plant. Uh, so uh, in Indonesia, U.S. carmaker Ford signed a final investment agreement with PT, uh, PT Vail Indonesia and China's Zhejiang uh, Huayu Cobalt on Thursday to build a nickel processing plant valued at around $4.5 billion. The high-pressure acid leaching uh, located in southwest Swalesi, uh, where Vale operates, uh, a nickel mine is expected to produce 120,000 tonnes of annum of mixed hydroxide precipitate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what any of this is. It's stuff to make batteries for electric cars. Um, material extracted from nickel ore that would be used in batteries for electric vehicles. Uh, Indonesia, which has the biggest nickel uh, reserve in the world, has been 
being trying to develop downstream industries uh, for the metal which with ambitions to eventually produce batteries and electric vehicles uh, so yeah they're building a big plant in um, or they're teaming up with some companies uh, to build a big plant uh, to produce batteries they have to team up with China and a lot of this stuff because China owns a lot of the mines and stuff in Africa and different parts around the world they've bought up a lot of um of that kind of stuff for producing batteries and things like that so uh, that's the that's the way it's going there anyway 6,671 flights on private jets were made from Irish airports last year that's a 159% jump jump on 2021 and analysis by Greenpeace says they cause 67,900 tonnes of carbon emissions Uh, the number of journeys made by private jets in Europe last year increased by over 60% most were for journeys under 750 kilometers it found london to paris to be the busiest route uh, greenpeace is calling for a total ban on private aircraft yeah uh, um yeah there's a lot of the private jets going on uh, celebrities sports stars big business people and do you know what the, it's funny is that the, some of the most vocal people about the environment and things like that when it comes to celebrities and probably politicians and things as well are using private jets are going back and forth on private jets all the time so they're always talking about that um the likes of leonardo dicaprio and things like that who and prince harry and those who are big talkers on the environment are constant users of private jets you know it's it's gas uh, Elon Musk Twitter boss announces blue tick shakeup. Uh, and they're finally bringing in the, the, um, the, the so they had brought in the seven dollars uh, subscription to to be a kind of a blue tick to be a verified account kind of. Um, so th- that that's been in for a while, but um, the legacy ones who had been uh, verified for being a known person kind of thing. You know, if you're a journalist or if you're a, a celebrity, you can get verified um you could you know in the past you could apply to be verified or get auto verified when you if you're a star or something like that or a sports person or you know lots of different things um those are lapsing soon if you're not paid up um if you're not a paid up subscriber so uh, a lot of uh, people are not happy about it that they're going to be losing their blue tick and they'll have to pay for it if they want it and things like that but I know the company's in trouble and they kind of need to make money or it'll be gone. But um, if it wasn't, say, it's not been touted as for financial reasons. Uh, a lot of the time it's been, oh, it's because of bots and it's because at least, you know, you know, if you're paying for it, you will know you're a real person and all that kind of thing. But in the end that oh you know any of the the normal verification stuff could be tricked by um could be tricked by uh, ai bots and all this kind of thing but what about just using your uh, valid form of id like a passport or a driver's license or whatever that can be verified for you to become a verified member uh but i guess it is more about that they're they're in debt than anything else so um the the blue ticks from now on will be paid up members so uh mr musk said the changes were only really the, the only realistic way to address advanced ai bot swarms taking over uh it's otherwise a hopeless losing battle well no it's not the only way it's verified it, those bots don't have passports use the you know you have to do it for many different things when you sign up you have to send a picture of your passport and you know it has to be verified and okay you're um you're approved you know that kind of thing so 
Why is that not used? I don't know why people aren't talking about that. Uh, voting in polls will require verification for the same reason, he added. In an earlier or so, the polls are being biased. Well, that's fair enough it, for verified people to be able to vote on certain polls and things like that because... Um, things were being swung I think he set up a post himself that uh, should I retire or something uh, to see and uh, then the, that, the, the votes on that were kind of assessed for bots and things like that it was a kind of a test to see what the state of affairs was when it comes to, to bots and things and uh, so that got there is a lot alright like there is a lot of John with 10 numbers afterwards you know Mary 84587802 on the end of it and um there is a lot of bots and things like that but you know this is the way he's going about it what if you just paid a euro or something you know a euro a month or 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 paid you know 20 quid to to be verified and that's it but i don't know maybe they think that the 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 bad actors would be willing to do it but sure they might be willing to do it anyway you know the the, say if it was russia or china whatever okay they they it's not like they're broke you could say okay we'll we'll pay you know We'll pay for a hundred thousand verified, uh, you know, paying seven quid a month, and we'll we'll do it over and over again because it'll be worth it because we'll be able to get this much. It's like an investment. We, now that we're verified, our bots are verified, and people think they're real. We'll be able to have lots of influence and influence all the polls and influence. Whereas you know, it will be it'll be a smaller pool. So we'll be bigger fish. Uh, so, you know, it, it might be worth investing, you know, uh, 20, 30, 100 million uh, to get a billion back in whatever they, they could see by, you know, political influence or different types of influence um, in 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 America or whatever, whatever they want to get out of it. Uh, so I don't know. It's it, it's a it's an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, the move has been criticized by some social media users, a former work on Twitter's verification team who asked to remain anonymous told the BBC uh, our number one goal for my team was to protect users from real world harm and this screams the complete opposite to them yeah, but there was also somebody who left so they mightn't it mightn't be completely balanced but yeah it's interesting to see where 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 things are going so uh, and especially with that company as well there is a technology and future of fashion event on in Galway Rent the Runway the world's first and largest shared designer closet that enables women to rent a la carte subscribe or shop re- uh, resale from hundreds of designer brands has announced details of an event taking place on April the 19th at 6pm in Galway's Portershed new city centre event space uh, Anushka Salinas President and CEO COO of Rent the Runway will uh, be part of her, uh, this will be part of her visit to the Galway office uh, and she will take part in a live fireside interview that will explore the intersection of technology and fashion titled Rent the Runway Technology and future of fashion uh, the interview will be hosted by Irish Times business and techni- uh, technology uh, journalist Kira O'Brien 
so that's interesting it'll explore topics ranging from innovations design in rent uh, the runways uh, European technology hub in Galway to AI and data journeys undertaken by the company to disrupt the trillion dollar global fashion industry uh, so that's very interesting technology is really affecting everything nowadays even your fridge or something there's 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 Wi-Fi but actually uh, a family member of mine got a new washing machine recently and it has Wi-Fi you can check how much uh, you connect to the there's an app that comes with it I think it's a Hoover uh, brand one there's an app uh, that comes with it you can download and you can uh, check how much time is left in the wash and you can do lots of different things through your phone so <laughs> it's outside in the in the garage uh, and the, the you can check it from your phone in the sitting room to see how much time is left in your wash and everything like that it's amazing I think you can do other stuff as well I didn't look too much into it but yeah Wi-Fi connected washing machine uh, imagine 20 years ago saying that to somebody <laughs> it's crazy uh, foul language uh, staying in one place too long and overtly loud amps are all reasons for new bylaws in Killarney uh, the rules adopted by councillors in Kerry in the Kerry town will regulate buskers volume repetition and vulgarity performers will be banned before 11 a.m limiting to a maximum of two hours in any location and must avoid overly repeating songs <laughs> yeah i have i have experienced that a couple of times where you have a person singing the same song over and over and over again uh, so they, they, they want to if you're going to do it you have to do a proper uh, give you give the whole album not just the one song uh, killarney mayor niall kelleher says the these rules are needed people were uh, using foul language they were staying in one place for extended periods of the day right outside businesses that are operating people are working inside let's be clear quality busking is very very welcome in Killarney so that's gas to some new rules coming in Killarney with the busking uh, tech expert uh, share serious concerns surrounding the use of AI and chat GPT in schools so a lot of the tech news now is very AI heavy with chat GPT um, you know Google are on board and Microsoft are part of or they've, they've kind of bought out ChatGPT they've privatized it um, uh, to the chagrin of Elon Musk after putting 100 million dollars into it but uh, uh, they have control of that now but they're they all they're all coming out with their own versions now as well so uh, all the other big tech uh, companies uh, experts believe ChatGPT and similar artificial intelligence programs pose serious concerns for the education sector as it allows students to cheat on their homework uh, the AI chatbot has been making headlines in recent months for its innovative uses with now uh, with many now worried that the latest version could write an incredibly convincing essay on a student's behalf um, concerns have risen in the US uh, regarding the use uh, of AI within education with one case seeing an LSU gymnast and social media star under fire for promoting the service a lot of other places in the US are now looking to implement similar protocols because there are fears that the technology is so good it could fool the professors, tech specialist Jess Kelly told uh, News Talk. Uh, the expert claims that the latest version of the program is very creative and very natural. Yeah, the ChatGPT 4. Uh, it's supposed to be a bigger, a very big step ahead of the previous ones. Uh, in a way that it communicates, it's very easy to understand. It could write an incredible essay for you. Uh, not only does it have the data uh, of the particular topic you are talking about, uh, it now has the ability to write something in a really con uh, conversational way. If it's too conversational, you can go back saying, 
can you put this in a more formal tone for example so yeah it's very uh, if you know how to use chat GPT it could be very, very useful for a student looking to cheat uh, so say you're in an English class and you've been asked to write a thousand words on the themes of pride and prejudice you can quite literally go to chat GPT put it in that you will be uh, uh, that you and ask for a thousand word essay on, on it and it will give you an essay that is stunning to read factually accurate and for most part you can you can submit it as your work she added so for the most part so do it and then swap it around a bit and then uh, uh, use that I suppose a lot nearly every every student is probably using it in a certain way but um, I suppose the education system will have to adapt a bit as well maybe more kind of in school kind of tests or something like that Um but yeah it's interesting homework might have to change uh, as well the, you know maybe do essay writing in the class and do different stuff at home or stuff that, that can't be done by, by chat GPT uh, the tech expert look he was going back in the day with the, the calculator being used in the class and put that away and people used to have I had it myself with the biros with the times tables on it where you you, you turn the biro and it gives all the different tables and I used to stand up and do the, the nine times tables and I'd be looking down at the biro to see what the next one is or something <laughs> you know uh, it was funny uh, the tech expert went on to caution the use of AI in the education system adding that I do think schools uh, will have to introduce some sort of policies around it but I do think it's going to be difficult for it to police it yeah that's true um, so it's interesting to see where that's going to go. Uh, Elon Musk amongst uh, tech bosses in the call for a pause on development of artificial intelligence to protect humanity. So, yeah, so he was one of the, as I said earlier, he was one of the big investors, but he thinks as well it's going too far, not just in schools, but uh, in the general world. That, uh, himself and other technology experts are urging scientists to pause developing artificial intelligence to ensure it does not pose a risk to humanity. Uh, tech chiefs, including Apple, co-founder Steve Wozniak and Skype co-founder uh, Jan Tallinn have signed an open letter demanding all labs stop training AI systems for at least six months. Uh, so they want them maybe to stop and do some tests and things like that but uh, I don't think that's going to happen though. It's, it's growing and growing and growing. Uh, concerns are being raised about a potential wind farm that could uh, be placed in the sea along the Dublin and Wicklow coast. Uh, there are proposals for up to 50 wind turbines, more than 300 metres in height, to be located 10 kilometres uh, from the shore. An information evening uh, was held in Sutton last evening about the proposal, which would be uh, most visible from Hoth Head. Uh, these locals believe the wind turbines could be, uh, could be ugly but necessary. I love Hoth, I love the views and all that, and probably would be a bit upsetting to see it, but I I think we all going to have to kind of put up with stuff like that if we want to kind of save the world. I just think it'd be an awful eyesore, to be honest. You know, I just know what I know about them, the the effects on wildlife. You know, especially birds and stuff like that. I'd have to give that a negative, to be honest. They have to go somewhere, so I don't have a problem with that. But as long as they don't affect the fishermen out of Hoth. I've heard that before as well that they can kind of affect uh, bird life and things like that. Uh, the wind turbines, but uh, hopefully there's some kind of a way to to negate that as much as possible to to kind of get around it. Uh, the Google Pixel 7a, the biggest features I want on the rumoured phone. So there's a there, there's talks of a Google Pixel 7a, uh, wireless charging, a screen with a higher refresh rate and more Android updates. Um, 
they have to remember as well of course that uh, <laughs> if they give all that stuff it'll just be a Google Pixel 7 so it's always going to have to be less than the 7 you know uh, so that's that's the thing um the 6a was what my favorite android phone under 500 last year which means the google has a lot to live up to for the rumored 7a that's especially true as the company faces more competition in the budget phone space from samsung uh, which just announced the 450 euro galaxy a54 5g so this is very um this is very fitting for, for this is the last story but it's very fitting for the first uh, story which was the question about the a kind of a well these wouldn't be flagships i suppose but they'd be uh, good uh, high-end kind of mid-range phones as well so that's a couple of them there the samsung galaxy a54 uh, 5g and the pixel 6a uh, so are the, the well the 6a is at the moment they're, they're developing the 7a so if you're wait if you're uh, have a good phone at the moment or you're you have a phone that'll keep you going maybe wait for the 7a if you're interested in that uh, but there's lots of other ones as well uh, the $449 Pixel 6a is essentially a smaller, less expensive version of the Pixel 6, Google's flagship phone from 2021. It has the same uh, Tensor processor and the general design as the Pixel 6, but with a lower resolution 12 megapixel main camera and a few other compromises but it's relatively low cost. Uh, it has solid photography for the price and an attractive design made in a top choice for android fans made it a top choice for android fans on a budget google got a lot right with the pixel 6a but that doesn't mean there isn't room for improvement for example i sometimes felt the pixel 6a screen was too dim and its lack of wireless charging feels quite antiquated in 2023. google hasn't mentioned any details about its upcoming project product launch plans but if the company maintains the same product launch strategy as last year, the 7A could appear as soon as the summer. Uh, here's what I'd like to see. Same size, same screen size, but smoother and brighter. The 6A's 6.1-inch screen size is perfect for people who prefer smaller phones. But I'm hoping the 7A inherits its trait. It rounds out Google's Pixel family nicely by ensuring there is a small, medium and large option within the lineup. However, I'm hoping to see display upgrades in other areas. Google could improve the brightness of the Pixel 7a, for example, considering it was sometimes tempted to crank the brightness. I was sometimes tempted to crank the brightness over 50% on the Pixel 6a, even when indoors. That's one. What's mine? If I check mine now, I'm in here and there's bright lights and it's on auto brightness. Let's see what kind of brightness it's at at the moment. So it's uh, about forty percent. It's it's well below half. So yeah, yeah. I I, I, I know it gave. A, I think it's a thousand nits and it it can do more. The the nothing phone, but actually, do you know what's most impressive <laughs> compared to other phones and or compared to even high end phones is the vibration motor. It's a very strong vibration motor, like very not strong as in but like accurate vibration motor um it's very good the only I, the, at times i've tried an iphone it's felt like that i think that's probably on purpose there he's kind of carl pay the creator of nothing is kind of a, an iphone fan and you can really tell and the, the strong vibration motor is another another part of it they said they would also like to see a higher refresh rate um Budget phones like last year's Galaxy A53 5G and even Motorola's Moto G 5G have refresh, rate, refresh rates that are higher than the standard 60 hertz, resulting in smoother scrolling. That makes the Pixel 6a feel a little behind, though it excels over these competing devices in other ways, like the camera. 
Luckily, Google might address this with the 70. If leaks from developer Kuba, what I can't pronounce it, Wojcicki, 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 turn out to be true. They claim to have found details in the Android codebase uh, indicating that the 7A could have a higher 90 hertz refresh rate, which would match the Pixel 7s. Another feature missing from the 6A is wireless charging, the ability to charge your phone on a wireless charging pad instead of by plugging it in. May not seem like a deal breaker for most people, but similar to high refresh rates, wireless charging doesn't feel like it should be a premium feature in 2023. I, I don't know. That, like, I love um, a pop socket on the phone because uh, over the years I have let so many phones slip and so many phones break over the years that I kind of have to use a pop socket. Plus, I like to use them as stands and things like that. And if you have the pop socket where it should be right, kind of, kind of right in the middle of the, just below the camera, you can't wirelessly charge. And now I know you can get, uh, there's ways around it. I've been looking into kind of like the, um, the rings for the iPhones. You can kind of get a case that mimics that and you can use that MagSafe uh, kind of stuff. Even with Android phones, you can get a, a kind of a ring that flips out and you can hold it like a, um, hold it the same as a pop socket kind of a hold it just a way to hold onto the phone and it can flip in and and it a magsafe will magnet onto the back of your phone and wirelessly charge which would be handy um so that might be an option but uh, the, you know if you're using a pop socket generally you have to take the cover off to charge it and it's easier just to plug it in uh, so i think phone companies need to come up with a better with a better idea for that to have uh, something because a lot of people like a lot of the phones i see now you use uh, pop sockets and things like that if you're using it one-handed and you're trying to type and things like that if i'm sitting on the sofa or something sometimes i'd be you know having a cup of tea or and you using my phone with the other hand or something like that and it's 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 handy to do it all one if you have a pop socket you can kind of especially if it's a bigger phone you can kind of hold it with the outside of your fingers and use your thumb right over to the middle or the other side even though i have a big enough hand but it's still to get over the other side of the screen to to, to type something or something like like that or to scroll or to press something uh it's definitely much handier having a, a pop socket uh, and some of the metal i've used some of the ones the cover would say a metal one built in and the kind of the rounded off ones with the kind of harsh edges they kind of hurt your fingers a bit i think um the ones some of the ones i use that are kind of squared off and are kind of have a smoother thicker kind of ones um they're a little bit more manageable especially when you can twist them back and forth and things like that it makes it a little bit easier um more guaranteed android updates they're looking for a face unlock as well it didn't have face unlock that should be fairly that's more of a software thing so it should it should be handy enough to, although some of them use the kind of um laser and things like that i think apple used i don't know if they still do i think they're just using the camera now as well but on the i think on the iphone 10 they were using like a laser thing they said it was more secure but it was it was less accurate or something it was less um it had more um misses including on the actually the release of the iphone 10 i think they had a hit to wipe his face or something the um, tim apple as they call him tim cook had to wipe his face to kind of get it to work um the pixel 7 and pixel 7 pro support the ability to unlock your phone with your face unlike the pixel 6 since that fundamentally uh, primarily relies on the pixel 7's front facing camera unlike apple's uh, face id which creates a depth map of your face also maybe they still use that so because i think that's how it did it yeah because like your nose is going to be closer than your ears you know uh, so there it's more
more accurate than if you if somebody printed off a picture of my face or something they could unlock my phone with certain with certain um certain types of phones so uh, I don't see any reason why Google couldn't easily bring this feature to 7A um, but I suppose they also want you to buy the the 7 Pro and the, the standard 7 as well so they, 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 they want to withhold things as well you know uh, uh, Samsung's Galaxy A53 5G which was in the same price rating as the 6A at launch also supports facial recognition uh, so photo on blur so this is a big thing with a lot of the reason that people are buying uh, the Google Pixel phones is the unblurring of photos. This, um, if even if you have, it's it's because of the chip that's in it, uh, the the Tensor chip that they built themselves and the new software uh, that they built themselves. Um, you can even upload photos that you took years ago that were kind of a bit blurry, and it will uh, use AI to unblur the photos to make them sharp looking, and it has some amazing results. I've seen it done in, in different places. So if you are a photographer and you have a kind of batches of old photos you have saved somewhere that you didn't use because they were slightly blurry here or there, uh, it might be a way to actually fix some of those photos or to make them much more... Um, much better looking anyway and you might be able to frame that photo from years ago that was slightly I have I know I do a bit of mixed martial arts photography and it's so fast moving and you're shooting through a cage you know uh, like with UFC and those kind of things that it, there's so many photos that come out blurry because you're constantly moving and the focus you know there's an autofocus that, that catches the, the person's face and tries to sharpen that and you know but it gets caught on the cage sometimes and it makes it blurry um now those would be too far gone because they'd be like background noise at that at that. But some of them, were, while they're moving around, would be slightly blurry, and uh, the likes of the Google Pixel Seven or Seven Pro would be able to fix uh, some of the some of the blurriness in those. Uh, but they want that also. The the writer at CNET wants that also brought into the the Google Pixel Seven A uh, that's that's upcoming. But uh, yeah, there's a good, actually healthy market out there at the moment for kind of mid to high range phones uh, with all those and the the likes of the uh, Nothing Phone and the A-series Samsungs and the Xiaomi's and uh, every brand uh, kind of or most brands have their kind of budget phone as well. And uh, I have kind of a mixed mindset at the moment. I used to go for, say, Xiaomi at the time. Their best, best phone they made was the, you know, the, the, the Mi 9T Pro was their highest phone and I'd get that one because I know they're not holding back from a higher model you know I, that's why I never bought you know the Google Pixel that wasn't the Pro or bought something else because I had a budget but I didn't want to compromise for that budget so I want the kind of like even the nothing phone I have now that's the best one they make because they only make one and I got the highest spec in that one and uh, because I didn't want to, them, a company that was compromising, but in a way they're all compromising. Even if you do that, they could always, you know, put stuff that Samsung has in their higher ones if they wanted. So even though you're getting the best thing that company has, you know, I, I was like, oh, if I walk in with a Google Pixel Seven now and somebody has the Pro, I'm like, oh, I, I don't have that zoom that they have, and they have a better battery. Or, but I kind of gone from that a bit now. I just think whatever is the best value for money. You know, it might be compromising from the bigger one, but uh, any phone at that price range is. It's just, it's not, the, the company isn't uh, doing a more expensive phone because it's not that type of company or whatever. It's not, they're, in, not, they're not in that place at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, I think 
you shouldn't let that hold you back a bit because it did with me a bit in the past so uh, that's our tech show for today I hope you've enjoyed it uh, as always you can call 069 or you can text or whatsapp 087-166-9800 but the best way to get me is by email patrick102fm at gmail.com you can mark your questions for Tech Thursday and I'll answer them on the next show and uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show I've had a bit of fun today looking at all the latest in tech and answering a few questions so um I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. West Limerick 102.